following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan it's time for the huge show from the east side to the west side to the UP the huge show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE that's 1-866-838-4843 now let's go to the auto value bumper to bumper part studio with the huge one Bill Simonson What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin another journey together on the only statewide syndicated afternoon sports radio show. We're heard on 19 incredible stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Uh, Some good news earlier today. I guess it would be improving news uh, in connection to DeMar Hamlin from the University of Cincinnati Medical Center, his family. Uh, DeMar remains in the ICU in critical condition with signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. Quote, he is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So improvement. You'll take it. And the outpouring of support for DeMar, what's that toy fund at for that? Children's Center in Pittsburgh from a couple years ago. Was it over $6 million, I think, at last report? Wow. Heart of America. It's real. Well, what's interesting, uh, and we talked about the Chuck Hughes story in 71, the Lions wide receiver who died on the field had a heart attack, had a, had a clogged artery It was found later during an autopsy. The one thing that people overlooked in the state of Michigan just connected uh, to a, a sudden cardiac arrest or heart episode while playing a sport. Yuri Fisher and Daryl Descrange, who's a good friend of the show uh, with Mizuno and just a great man, uh, on and off air, he sent me a note earlier today, and he said that the doctor who treated Yuri is one of the leaders in North America for pro and college teams on emergency cardiac arrest situations. He's with Henry Ford Hospital and their health system down in Detroit, Dr. Tony Colucci. He's going to join us coming up in a moment. Yeah, Yuri Fisher. His playing career ended as the Wings fans in Hockey Town will remember when he went to cardiac arrest in November 2005 in a game, narrowly escaped death due to the immediate action of doctors and other arena personnel. He then retired due to his heart problems. Man. You know, Chris Pronger had the same thing, was hit in the chest with a slap shot. 
So, you know, let's give love to emergency medical personnel technicians, what they do, what they did Monday night. Well, let's hope for that improvement that that press release, comments from the family representative, whatever it is connected to DeMar Hamlin, keep coming. And Yuri Fisher has you know, gone on to have a great off-ice hockey career. And, you know, when Daryl told me, I'm like, wow. I, I was surprised no one in the state of Michigan, considering how big this story still is with DeMar Hamlin, had made that connection. And he told me about uh, Dr. Colucci. And uh, he's one of the leaders. He speaks to teams and, you know, talks about emergency situations and cardiac arrest. Yeah, our, our first responders, our health teams, you know, they, they don't get the love they deserve. And they don't ask for it. They, they choose to do it. And Dr. Colucci standing by from the east side of Michigan here on the HUGE show. Welcome in, Doc. Hey, good afternoon. Yeah, so uh, take me back to the uh, – first off, I want to get your thoughts on Monday night, and then we'll talk about Yuri Fisher and, and what happened there. But just as an emergency leader in terms of you know emergency medicine, from what you watched, whether you saw it live or you saw the tape afterwards, what do you take from the DeMar Hamlin situation Monday night in Cincinnati? Um, well, thanks for having me. I Again, my – First and foremost, prayers out to DeMar Hamlin and his family um, that he gets a uh, good recovery on the event. But when I was, um, I didn't exactly watch it real time. I mean, it was a minute or so after the event and the stoppage of play. Saw the the impact that DeMar took when he uh, made the tackle and the shoulder to the chest. And then, obviously, he popped right up and then collapsed. And first thing I thought of was the possibility of he um, suffered uh, what we call commotial cortis. And that's uh, from an impact on the myocardium, which is the heart muscle, uh, at a specific time, a specific location, with a specific velocity or energy to go right into that focal point uh, to create the perfect storm, which then puts them into a rhythm called ventricular fibrillation and cardiac arrest. Now, when you look at uh, your connection to the Uri Fisher story, you were in the arena uh, back in... Uh, 2005, November 2005, at Joe Lewis Arena at the time before LCA uh, was built. And that situation, you get a uh, an NHL player, and Yuri Fisher goes into cardiac arrest. You're in the arena. What happens with you and your emergency team? So we, you know, part of the success of uh, resuscitation is preparedness and most professional teams have a EAP, Emergency Action Plan, and most professional leagues develop this, have it in place, and practice it. I know the NHL, we do a great job at practicing it every year because you never know what happens. No matter how much you practice, the the hiccups and imperfections occur. I mean, that doesn't always happen textbook. And in uh, Yuri's situation, uh, I happened to be in a great proximity because I was covering the game, and I was feet away, and the response, the minutes and seconds, actually I should say seconds, 
from the response I got when uh, fish collapsed. I was right there, jumped down. I was up in the stands and had to, at Joe Louis Arena, get down off the stadium seating and get down into the uh, ringside on the bench area. And the amount of time it took was seconds. By the time we assessed that there was no pulse, the immediate CPR and bagging with oxygen um, and administering and applying the AED and let it do its analysis. So all those three things are key components to a good EAP in place in arenas and stadiums for these players that happen to go down and that it's the the how you respond, how quickly you respond, and you only have minutes. I mean, the the success rate in an out-of-hospital cardiac arrest is less than 6%. And uh, it's even and getting into a professional arena that if you're able to escalate that um, uh, by response time, by preparedness and equipment, uh, the AEDs along with your EMS personnel that are assisting, your success rate goes right up. And, you know, in the NHL, we've had Beverly Bowmeister, uh, Pronger with his incident with uh, it looked like he might have had a commotional cordis too. Um, and then there was a minor league player, and all those were successful resuscitations uh, on the ice. And like I said, I think, you know, with the appropriate EAP, I know the NFL has their physicians on the sidelines, and I'm sure their uh, call to action was probably didn't get to see it, but I heard it was pretty prompt and swift, and that DeMar is, you know, on a ventilator and being continued to be uh, treated at the hospital is a success story that, you know, uh, he got out of the arena and he's in the hospital. Um, even though he's on a ventilator, it's still a, 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 a promising outlook. His name is uh, Dr. Colucci. He's also the Wings uh, team physician, emergency medicine physician at Henry Ford Hospital and their health system on the east side of the state joining us uh, here on the HUGE show across Michigan. You mentioned only 6% survival outside of the hospital when it comes to sudden cardiac arrest. And the speed in which uh, someone is resuscitated can also dictate how much damage is done to that individual. Correct? Correct. Yeah, I mean, you've got uh, a lot of, there's a, a protocol that we, we do in emergency medicine that when you have a, it's called ROSC, Return of Spontaneous Circulation. And when you have somebody who has a, a CPR, cardiac arrest, it's determined that they were in VFib or VTAC, and you get them back and they have returned of their own spontaneous circulation. Um, the protocol is to get them into a hypothermic state for the next 36 or plus or minus hours so that you basically slow down the brain activity and you increase their chances for uh, cerebral protection of the brain. So not only are you getting the heart back to its function, you also have to be concerned about preservation of the brain. And so that's all part of this post-resuscitation, you know, evaluation to see where we're at at 36, 48, 72 hours after an event. And in any event of that kind of uh, extreme that you always see what the next 36 and 48 and possibly 72 hours to see how the patient's responding, to see where they're going, to see what the final outcome is going to be. Yeah, that's why you get the you get the 36 hour update earlier today that he's improving. <clears throat> they flipped him over um, to you know help breathe in the lungs and you know you're that you know he's 
50% on the ventilator, not 100%. So you're the expert. You're the emergency room physician. I assume those are good signs, if not great signs. Those uh, those are promising signs that he's uh, not requiring if it's 50% of the ventilator use and if they're allowing him to breathe 50% of the time. Those are good signs when you do get him into the prone position, as you were described. That's allowing the because otherwise one position in the back, you're going to get collapsing of the alveoli or the little lung sacs. And so you want to keep those open as much as possible. So that's why you do this rotation prone supine to allow better breathing and excursion of the lung tissue. Uh, And again, that he's 50% on the vent. um, That sounds promising. Uh, Dr. Colucci, team physician for the Red Wings, an emergency medicine physician and leader in emergency med from Henry Ford Health in Detroit on the east side of the state, joining us here on the HUGE show across Michigan. So Yuri Fisher, his recovery uh, from when he was resuscitated at Joe Lewis, uh, when he went to the hospital, uh, what was that timeline for him uh, recovering from his heart attack? So uh, fortunately, you know, there was a, a, a quick response. You know, we immediately got on him and you know, assessed uh, the, the lack of a pulse. And from CPR to airway management to AED application, uh, we, we administered one shock. And he, you know, CPR was continued after that. When we went to do a second analysis, the AED responded back that there was no need for a second shock. I checked his pulses. He had bounding pulses. He became awake. Uh, we put him on an oxygen supplement. We put him in the gurney, and he was out the door probably within 10 to 12 minutes of cardiac arrest, uh, and he got transported to the hospital. I got, in fact, I went because we canceled the game, and I went immediately to the hospital after post-resuscitation, and he was sitting up and, you know, in pretty good spirits. Now, how much he remembered of that was foggy, of course, uh, to be expected, but he was up and sitting and talking to me. He was not intubated. He didn't require intubation, but again, that's just on the quickness of the response, and everybody's different. I could have done the same exact thing to patient B, a different patient, and I might have had a different response. And like I said in the press conference the next day after Fish's arrest, that even if you did it by textbook, it doesn't guarantee you're going to have as good an outcome. So uh, Yuri is very fortunate that we did have a quick response. He did have a good quick recovery. And um, so that was all promising, but that goes along with the majority of the textbook. Quick response, quick AED, quick shock. Uh, you get that kind of result most of the time, not all of the time. And and why he stepped down because of the heart problems, were those uh, the hereditary heart problems or uh, was it the result of the cardiac arrest while Yuri stepped down after that? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't be able to comment on that uh, okay. for multiple reasons. So, yeah, yeah, I get that. Yeah, I, I, I understand the you know, patient doctor. I'm not looking for full medical records. I was just going through some of the stories. Uh, online earlier. And also I saw the story uh, out of Detroit that uh, was uh, in the news, made news, and I uh, didn't realize you were the doctor who worked with Manny Legacy who had a life and death battle with COVID-19 as well. I saw that story. 
Yeah, he was. Uh, I told him. I said he was lucky he walked in the doors. But he's. Uh, yeah, he's very open and candid about uh, his experience. Uh, you know, he drove quite a distance to come see me to see if he was okay. And yeah, he was. Uh, he was in a bad way, but he, he. He's a fighter, and he got through it thankfully. And yeah, that was uh, uh, a good. Good result. I mean, Manny's a great person, great human being. And uh, he's very thankful for his recovery. Well, your life uh, in the medical field is about saving lives and helping people and and bringing hope and being honest, as you were uh, during this interview. Dr. Anthony Colucci, uh, he's the Detroit Red Wings uh, team physician, also an emergency medicine physician at Henry Ford Health Systems on the east side of the state in Detroit, joining us. And we're talking a little bit about breaking down uh, the emergency medical side of what happened uh, to DeMar and what happened to Yuri Fisher. And, yeah, I, I forgot they canceled that game, just like they canceled uh, the Bengals-Bills game on Monday. That That's a story that comes back to life. And a lot of these things in Michigan, from Wes Leonard, uh, who died after hitting the basketball shot in Fenville, Michigan, about 12 years ago, to Ryan Fisher, a hockey player who, from Granville, Michigan, died in his sleep. We've seen those stories, and unfortunately – uh, there's no, you know, when it comes to the heart, it's tough to predict things, isn't it? Yes, it is hard to predict. And, you know, there's a uh, foundation I'm part of as um, Shocks and Saves in Saginaw that we've tried to uh, um, put in and put in place AEDs wherever we can uh, in the, the area of Saginaw. And we have uh, great results with saving lives. And, you know, my whole with this whole, like you said, unfor- those unfortunate cases that uh, the patients didn't survive and it was a cardiac arrest in an event. Either they didn't have an AED, it wasn't applied quick enough, or, again, like I said, even if you followed the textbook, doesn't mean you're going to get everybody back. However, you give them the best chance they have. And that's why I feel that at some point, at some somewhere in the future, the AED should be in the vehicles like spare tires because they should be everywhere. They should be in every gymnasium, every athletic center. And it's very simple use. It doesn't take much of a tutorial to go through it, how to apply it and how to use it along with simple chest compressions. So I urge everybody to, you know, be familiar with those things. If you're going to the gym, you're going to the arena or a stadium, be aware of where the AEDs are and the access to them. And like I said, don't be afraid to apply them because it's very simple. You put the pads on, you push the button, it does it all for you. Yeah, on the west side of the state, the West Leonard Hart team since Wes passed away, his family, his former coach Ryan Klingler, uh, the Leonard uh, entire family tree, uh, they have put uh, thousands, I think, a- of AEDs uh, here mostly on the west side of the state from like Lansing over and schools, gyms, child care, uh, businesses. Uh, and, and yours in Saginaw, because we have a affiliate, 100.9 FM. Did you say shocks and saves or shots and shocks. saves? Sh- shocks. Like shocks. Shock, yeah. That's, yep. Shocks and saves. Uh, affiliated with the Saginaw Spirit. Oh, great. Yeah, that's what, you know what, and I know that crew, uh, good people. I uh, always run into them at the Midland LPGA uh, Pro-Am event. Uh, They're a big part of the community. So shocks and saves with the Saginaw Spirit 
Uh, yeah, probably, Craig Goslin. Yes, Craig Goslin Goose. is the one that spearheaded this. Goose, yeah, yeah. Goose. We all know Goose. Goose always Goose has a story. Head. Billy, I love your show. I listen every day. <laughs> he's the only Canadian that sounds like he's from the Bronx. Or <laughs> Billy, you know, uh, I love you, Billy. You're doing good things. Look at you right now. Look at you in the community right now. You're on this tee box. The people love you. <laughs> only people that have met Goose would know. And you know that, Doctor Colucci, right? Yeah, he's a great guy. Oh, he's an awesome man. He really had a big part of that Midland Bay City, you know, uh, Bay uh, area, whatever they, uh, you know, phrase it, Midland Bay City, Saginaw. So, yeah, I I will uh, send out that link. I'm also a big proponent. Uh, I got to know the Leonard family after Wes passed away. Uh, Unbelievable story, uh, man. And uh, the ADs are doing, I'll put shocks and saves on the map because, uh, we have a lot of great people who listen in Midland Bay City, Saginaw, on 100.9 FM. I, I do want to thank Daryl Descrange for just uh, connecting me to you uh, today, and it's kind of what life is all about, you know. Yeah, when, when paying it, it forward. It is. It really is paying it forward. And I'm looking at what you've done, what you still do for the Wings, and uh, what you did for Manny Legacy is fight through COVID, and uh, what you did for Yuri, and you know, helping save his life. It's good stuff, man. Uh, you know, you're on a mission and you're helping people, you and your team and anything you ever need. Let me know, Doc. OK, well, thank you so much for reaching out. I appreciate being a part of this. Yeah, thank we'll you. stay in touch. We'll do, you know, let me know if shocks and saves are doing anything in Saginaw. Like if there's an event or uh, an announcement or they do, they do it in January. So they have one coming up here at the end of January, I believe, or beginning of February. But I think it's the end of January. I believe they have uh, an event, our you our annual fundraiser. Well, you know what? I will I will touch base with uh, Goose over at the Saginaw yeah. Spirit, and I'll uh, get the word out. Maybe even look into the possibility of trying to do a statewide broadcast over there. Are you going to be there? I will be there. That, that's going to be a great it's a great event every year. We've raised hundreds of thousands of dollars with teaching basic life support, uh, CPR, and AEDs put in place. And we saved multiple lives with our the AEDs we put in place in Saginaw. Yeah, and now right, and now with uh, the headlines uh, and awareness on the Demar Hamlin situation, that event will even carry more weight. Uh, later this yeah. month, I'll connect with Goose in the Saginaw spirit, and at, at, at the least I can do is help promote the event. And if I can get over there and look at the schedule and everything, if it flies, I'll make sure it happens. Okay. All right, Brett. I appreciate it. All Thank right. Thank you so much. Yeah, that is uh, Doctor Colucci. He said, "Brett, because you talk to him, I'm not gonna. What am I gonna do? Say no, man's Bill." No, he said, Brett, because you called him. He thought he was talking to you. And he's like, why does he sound so much better than he did on the phone? <laughs> I'm cool with that. That dude, when I, I did, we, I, I think Daryl sent me that text, what, noon, one o'clock, whenever it was. And I, we're, I'm reading at 2.30 uh, about Dr. Colucci. And this dude is the emergency man. And you know what? I'm all of you that listen. You know I support Ryan Klingler, Leonard Family, West Leonard Hart team here on the west side of the state. And to have shocks and saves, you know what? They should they should combine. And you got shocks and saves on the east side, and West Leonard Hart team on the west side, saving lives. Thank you, Daryl Descrange. 
pride and joy of Lakewood, Michigan, Ionia, and a good man. Matter of fact, I'll say a great man. That was uh, uh, the perfect conversation. And the Uri Fishy story, hey, that game was canceled. He went into cardiac arrest, but he was sitting up and talking at the hospital, as Dr. Colucci just said. Good stuff. If you missed the interview, you're just joining us. It'll be up later. In our podcast, just search The Huge Show, where you download podcasts. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions. He'll join us next. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. More for your money and kick off the new year with Meyer. Start your wellness journey with buy one, get one free vitamins or supplements and enjoy delicious meals with deals like 80% lean ground beef for $2.99 per pound, Taylor Farm salad chopped kits, two for $6, and lean cuisine or Stouffer's frozen meals, just $2.48 with Emperks. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in store or online. Exclusion supply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan. Available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.tv. That's MHSAA.tv. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Do want to go... Bring in Dan Miller, voice of your Detroit Lions, Lions and the Packers, Sunday Night Football in America. Hey, Danny, sorry we're running late. We just had Dr. Colucci, the Wings physician, talking about when Yuri Fisher uh, had the cardiac arrest and how they saved his life and talking about DeMar Hamlin and everything. Just a crazy, boy, crazy uh, uh, almost 48 hours, hasn't it been? No doubt. And as you watched that unfold the other night, it was just, you know, we're not used to seeing uh, players with with those types of emotions on the field. I mean, injuries were part of 
unfortunately the game that we all love so much and, and we do see players that care for others and, and come over and give them a tap on the shoulder or, or whatever it is, but to see that kind of look immediately told you uh, this was something that, that was well out of the ordinary, and thank goodness it is, and hopefully that young man just continues to improve and the news that we get continues to be good and um you know, it's just that that's all you can hope and pray for at this point. Yeah, when you when you see CPR in any situation, uh, it stops everybody in their tracks. And for the violence uh, in the NFL, and I'm talking within the rules, uh, it, it's rare to see CPR on the field being applied to a player. Yeah, no doubt. And, you know, I've probably, like a lot of other people, read a lot up on this over the past couple of days and the possible causes of it, and it's, you know, thankfully, the the chances of this happening are are, are minimal. Um, but as you see, it can. And the important thing is that the NFL is prepared and was prepared and, and was able to get his heart going again quickly. And according to his uncle, needed to happen twice, once there and once at the hospital as well. Um, but, you know, the, the NFL, to everybody's, uh, you know, happiness at this point was ready for a situation like this. And I am sure having gone through this, there will be a debriefing and and they will be even more prepared next time. But, you know, they have ambulances ready to go and doctors ready to go and and people that are specialists in in different things that can go wrong on the sidelines. And and thank goodness they were all there at this time and ready to go. Uh, Much as, you know, we've had doctors in the, in the right place at the right time with your Fisher, as you just mentioned, and, and others over the years that we've been very lucky that we've had people. Because, you know, as you read up on these things, the one thing you read is the people that don't have somebody with them or the ability to, you know, have their heart restarted. Those are the ones that don't make it. And thank goodness he did or else we would be having a much different conversation right now. Dr. Colucci from the Henry Ford Health System, their director of emergency medicine, was on with us this previous segment. He said he hopes the day's coming that uh, AEDs will be in the trunk right next to spare tires and vehicles. Yeah, I have, unfortunately, uh, a good friend of mine, um, husband and wife, who lost their daughter in a uh, youth soccer game. And they mm. have started a charity that they supply AEDs to a lot of uh, places like boys clubs and, and girls clubs and YMCA's and places like that and, and places making sure that they're available at youth sporting events and things like that because had there been one, it, there is a chance that her life could have been saved. So, um, you know, I have this This is something that, that I have been cognizant of for a while, mostly for, for all the wrong reasons, and that is having had somebody very, very close to me that, that lost somebody. So, you know, if there is anything positive that can come out of a situation like this, it is readiness, it is awareness, and it is an understanding of of what has to be available and what has to be done in a situation like this. His name is Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions. Uh, we're talking about the Damar Hamlin situation, uh, impact on all of us uh, and the teams. Dan Campbell mentioned that when he discussed it with the Lions players, it was very quiet in the room because Every single guy who puts on that helmet uh, on game day, uh, you know, looks at DeMar, uh, thinks about mortality. It has to be human nature just to go through that process if you're a Lions player or anybody in that. Well, yeah, I think you look at at DeMar and and you think of him and his family and his teammates and 
everybody connected with him. And then I think you do think of yourself. And, mm-hmm. and there is an understanding of what, you know, this game, the, the inherent danger of playing this game, be it head injuries, uh, ex- extreme cases like this where there is a cardiac arrest, um, then all the way down to ACLs, MCLs, PCLs, ankles, Achilles, things like that. There's always the understanding that, that something can happen. But we, we just, as you mentioned a moment ago, we don't see CPR. I mean, that, that is just something that is very foreign to, um, you know, we saw it here with Reggie Brown. We've seen it here now with DeMar Hamlin. Um, but, you know, uh, it hits hard if you are some anybody watching it hits hard. But if you are somebody connected to this game with a knowledge of, of, of what the possibilities are when it comes to injury and um, situations like this, I, I was with Dan Campbell yesterday taping a segment for TV and, and we talked about this. And, you know, he's a guy that there's just so much life in his eyes anytime you talk to him about football and about his team and about coaching. But there's just a different look when he talks about this because you know where his heart is. And as a former player and as a head coach, it, it is just crushing to see something like this unfold. And it doesn't mean you don't have an understanding of the realistic possibilities that something like this can happen. But when it does, it, it does hit home and it brings that reality back of, of what you do, the possibilities of it, and just you know how through the grace of God, uh, you know, you hope it doesn't happen again. I am wondering from a a football and not taking anything away from the present, which is about the improvement we're hearing uh, with DeMar Hamlin, but those NFL players, when they have to get back on the field and go hard at uh, the opposition, I, I wonder, you know, how it's, I don't know if it will be strange for the players because we're not inside those helmets or uniforms, but it will be interesting this weekend uh, after what just happened. By the time you play the Saturday games, it would be five days before. Yeah, it's it's impossible for me to get into anybody's head. I'm sure I'd be shocked if, if every player in the game this week isn't thinking about that in relationship as I said a moment ago, to themselves and and what it might mean. I think, look, when you get back out on the field, I I don't know. I mean, sometimes we think there's so much that goes through their head, but when you have somebody bearing down on you and trying to hit you, uh, I think you're back to being a football player. And and my guess is that while they will certainly keep Demar Hamlin at the forefront of their mind and his health and their prayers, uh, I think when these guys get back out there, ultimately, and everybody's different. You can't throw a blanket over, you know, 53 players for every NFL team. But I think ultimately the vast majority of them will get back to playing football and it will look like the game that, that we know. And, and, you know, they've been doing this their, their whole lives and, and reactions and, and training takes over. And I think they'll get back to doing that. But it doesn't mean that they have forgotten. It doesn't mean that it means any less to them. This is just what they do, and they deal with nothing that's extreme but the possibility of injury on a daily basis every time they go out for practice or a game. Granted, this is different, but I do think they are wired to put some of those things out of their head when they go in there to play um, because I think if you were constantly worried about the danger of what you do, it would be very difficult to make a living playing this game. Dan, uh, we'll catch up next week. We'll look back at uh, the Packers-Lions game and hopefully talking about the Lions in the playoffs. But I appreciate this conversation. It's about real life. Uh, It goes beyond touchdowns and wins and losses. 
Uh, my best to you and your family and also those friends that lost their daughter. If there's anything I can do, I know I got the West Leonard Hart team uh, that I promote about AEDs, the Fenville basketball player who died after hitting uh, the game-winning shot 12 years ago, almost 12 years ago. Uh, Dr. Colucci, the Wings uh, team physician, just told me earlier this hour that their shocks and saves a program in the Saginaw, Midland, Bay City area uh, that is raising money for AEDs. I think they have a Wings alumni game coming up at the end of the month. And uh, if your friends, uh, family, uh, if I can get the word out through my social networks or on air, uh, please feel free to text Brett and let me know, okay? Yeah, I appreciate it. It's it's Bob and Michelle Snyder, and they lost their daughter in the Chicago area, and they've been doing amazing work ever since. So I appreciate it, and, and we'll, we'll take you up on that. And um, definitely appreciate everything you do in that regard. And then Dr. Colucci and everybody involved, because, you know, if, if we don't have the right tools and people trained in those moments – then the outcomes can be a lot different, as we've talked about. And I have a lot of people from my three years in Chicago, so on my uh, Facebook pages, I have a lot of Chicago connections. So give me that uh, info if there's a website or anything, and I'll, I'll get the word out to the people I know in the Chicago area. You got it. I appreciate right. it. Thanks, man. All right, Dan. Thank you. Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions. Yeah, it, you know, Brad, it, it's really something about the NFL right now trying to break down games. I can talk about TCU Michigan. We'll have Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us later. But trying to break down NFL games. But I will say, when you hear that DeMar Hamlin is improving, that's great. Because if, God forbid, if he would have passed away or does, how, how does the NFL, you have to move on. You cancel the game. And that's the delicate line where you don't want to seem cold-hearted. And I was talking with B-Side from our flagship station, 96-1, the game in Grand Rapids. And last break, you know, will they, will they make that game up? It has, from a pure football standpoint, it has a lot of AFC playoff implications. My guess is what I said yesterday, that there's an extra week before the Super Bowl. The AFC playoffs could be delayed a week. They, they really could. The NFC could go about, and, and someone will get an advantage, but you know what? What happened to DeMar Hamlin is bigger than that, and for the AFC to push it back a week is probably the way they'll go. I haven't heard anything, I'm just saying, from the football business side of this. To the callers online, stick around. Michigan will hear you next. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. 
They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500 plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Uh, you can watch live, on demand, and archive boys and girls high school sports at MHSAA.TV. That is MHSAA.TV. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com will join us. We'll recap his weekend in Arizona with Michigan football. And also, what about Harbaugh? Reports are he interviewed with Carolina. Reports of Denver being interested. Indy, he has options. John U. Bacon did tweet out a couple days ago that if offered... Uh, it, it's real, but then there's reports that Harbaugh said, I'll be coaching Michigan. Remember, he has an agent this go-around. So what's positioning with Michigan to get a bigger deal? Because then people like Superfly Hayes, even though he's flying his Michigan State hat, and they looked good last night against Nebraska and Big Ten hoops. He's like, well, he told everybody, if you want me back, I'm never going to look, and I'll be here for life. And I'm like, you're a Michigan State fan. What are you doing? But I hear from Michigan fans like, wait a minute, he told us he wasn't going to do this flirtation anymore. Remember? So we'll get the latest from Ballas, Anthony Bellino, from X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. His thoughts on Harbaugh, John U. Bacon, with his text and his sources. I'm I'm not saying he's going to give up his sources, but we'll talk Harbaugh and the future of Michigan football. Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit. Lions NFL insider. Look ahead to Sunday Night Football in America. 
Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where will Jim Harbaugh be coaching this fall? What football team? You answer that one, 866-838-4843. That's one, 866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. By the way, all of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. Tomorrow night, Superfly, $2 beers and $2 dogs. For gold basketball inside Van Andel. They do that one hour before tip-off, which is seven, up until halftime, which would be around, you know, was that eight, eight, eight thirty, right? Two dollar beers, two dollar dogs every Thursday home game with the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena. And their next couple of games, they do have Eli Brooks, I think, plays for Fort Wayne, former Michigan star, and Denzel Valentine. Plays for Maine, who's coming into town, I think, on Sunday. I think it's Sunday, Tuesday next week. So if you need tickets, go to Grand Rapids Gold. Uh, Just Google them. Uh, Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also Ticketmaster Outlets and the Van Andel Arena box office in downtown GR. You can save on the ticket fees. If you miss any interview... Any podcast, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, and Podbean. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes flying his Sparty hat. Spartans look good last night, man. They get their full roster back. You know, you watch Rutgers beat Purdue this week. I, I think Purdue is still the team to beat, but after that, I'm talking wide open. And what Michigan did to Maryland after getting beat by CMU. Michigan, Michigan State on Saturday at the Breslin will be fantastic. College television, because I can't watch Georgia and TCU. I can't watch it. I cannot watch it. We'll talk to Chris Ballas from Wolverine.com. He'll join us in a few moments. Look back at the TCU game, the season, and look ahead to all the Harbaugh rumors again. And, you know, Harbaugh didn't make that promise. I don't know the exact wording. We'll get it from Ballas in a few moments that... And I'm there for life. So is this all media speculation? Um, Because if the teams reach out, he's going to he's going to talk to people. He's not going to say, I'm not going to talk to you. Because what if Michigan one day just wanted to fire him? What if he's 0-12 next year? He's in the college football playoff toilet bowl. They're 0-12. Take it on Michigan State, who's 1-11 after beating Michigan 2-0 on a safety. 
We'll talk to Ballas. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. He was talking about the hardball situation this morning. You can hear X's and Bros on 96-1 The Game in Grand Rapids. I wouldn't think Harbaugh would leave, but you have an agent now, so agents can go plan all these stories, and you never know what's going on. And I and I, I do want to get Ballas' thoughts on that game. He was in Arizona. And I mentioned that. I was at Johnny Brands on Leonard, had the huge watch party, and, you know, we're getting ready, man. It was just had such a big feel on Saturday. Well, the game is ready to kick off, and I'm getting bombarded on text and comments at Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. I heard your voice to start the broadcast, the pregame. And I'm like, I go, what? And then I remember that Dave Taft, who is the program director for iHeart West Michigan, had asked Superfly and me for some audio of us talking about Michigan TCU in the Final Four, and they sent it off to ESPN, and they led. They led the intro to the college football playoffs on Saturday with my voice. You're down to the Final Four. Nothing's going to be easy. Two Heisman Trophy quarterback candidates going at each other. Classic irresistible force meeting the immovable object. You're going to be looking to that camera. You gotta love Max Duggan. He's really putting the ball on the money. To be able to get an opportunity to go to the playoff, it's surreal. There are a couple question marks. We just want y'all to understand that we're coming. The most intriguing quarterback battle in the country. Speaking of big plays, he's got some touchdowns. We just can't let the lights get brighter than the need to. We need to do our job. Duggan, how does he have anything left in the tank? He barrels in the end zone. He's the heartbeat of the team. He's everything. Last year, we were a little full, but we're starving this year, and we haven't completed what we want to complete. Oh, the biggest dreams are still alive here in Ann Arbor. All the success doesn't matter if we don't keep winning. Oh, been there before and we got to show up and play like we've been there before i'm tired of talking it's time to prove it man that was the college football playoff semifinal opening superfly and they dropped my voice to start it you're down to the final four nothing's going to be easy two heisman trophy quarterback oh my god and then somebody's like oh I counted the words. You hardly got any time. I'm thinking it's worldwide coverage. They even asked for a Spanish version we used on ESPN Deportes. I'll have that audio later. ESPN Russia. They had me read it in Russian. ESPN Ukraine wanted $10 billion from me. I didn't have enough money. I mean, think about that. I mean, it's the start of the college football playoff day. And and my voice is first. You're down to the final four. Nothing's going to be easy. Two Heisman Trophy quarterback candidates. Oh, man. And that was, they were talking about, that was the Ohio State game. Then you heard J.J. McCarthy, we're still hungry. Well, you know, maybe he should have, he was a little bit hangry uh, to start that game.
Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan insider. He was in Arizona for TCU Michigan. We got the Harbaugh drama, daily updates on another team interested. Uh, Chris, what exactly did Harbaugh say after he came back from Minnesota, didn't get the job? Didn't he say he wasn't going to entertain or look anymore? If you want me as your coach, I'm going to be here. Yeah, and he said it was a one-time thing and that uh, I'll be here as long as Ward will have me and everything else. And, uh, you know, we interviewed 16 of 17 people at Media Day for a story, and they all said the same thing we did in the media, that, you know, we expected him, if the right offer were to come up, he'd have to listen. I think that NFL itch is hard to go away. And John Beeline said the same thing after he flirted with the Pistons, but people changed their minds. And, you know, when you get that close to a Super Bowl, Bill, it's uh, that itch is tough to go away unless you scratch it. So there's going to be some interest this time. That's what makes it more interesting. But we also know he loves his team at Michigan. We also know that he's continued to tell Michigan's parents and some of his players, you know, that he's not planning on going anywhere. I think it's in Michigan's best interest to step up and pay him probably what he's worth as one of the best coaches in the country at this point. I think we can all agree that uh, what he's accomplished here, one hand tied behind his back, is pretty special. And and unless you want to start over and give that away, then it'd probably be best to do whatever you can to keep him. Something that they didn't do, in my opinion, with John Beeline, even though he might have been going anyway, and probably Eric Backage, too, the baseball coach. So it's time to operate a little bit differently, in my opinion, and keep a guy like that here and, and make sure that he doesn't get away from you. But if he said, I'll, I'm there as long as you'll have me, why mm-hmm. why, why not shut down anything right, connected yeah. to the NFL? Fair question. Yeah, it's a fair question. It's the same thing, like I said, with Beeline. I guess guys change their minds, and you know, um, but it, it, there's no question there were hard feelings after he got his pay cut in 2020 to, and a half. You know, when they came back with him last year, you know, was with an offer. I think that he wasn't even stuff that he wasn't even making before um, an amount. So uh, maybe there's a level of disrespect there, or maybe he didn't realize how what the money was. You know, you look at some of the numbers being floated around by these NFL teams. You look at Denver supposedly going to be paying $20 million a year for a coach, and Jim's on their short list. And Carolina, he did talk to the president there, the owner, rather, of the Carolina Panthers, I think his name's David Tepper, and said after that, told, he told media in Carolina, I think I'm going to be coaching Michigan next year. And, of course, he always puts in there, no man knows the future. But I think that's what he wants to do. I think he understands the team is coming back and that this thing is humming. Michigan is the king of the Big Ten right now. I don't think there's any denying that after two wins over Ohio State and back-to-back Big Ten championships, and if all goes according to plan, they'll be the favorites next year. So I think he likes that. He loves the team that he's got coming back. So we'll see what happens. But, um, you know, at this point, I wouldn't make any predictions, Bill. I think that, uh, you know, there are a lot of egos in the room when you deal with things like this on both sides. So it's something they're going to have to iron out. And the longer it goes, again, the more it hurts recruiting, just like it did last year. And if it keeps coming up every year, then it's certainly going to hurt recruiting even as much or more than NIL and Michigan's lacking in that area. If it's true that the Broncos are looking at paying a head coach $20 million a year, how does Harbaugh, if it is fifteen to $20 million a year, how do you turn that down right. if offered, right? Yeah, it's insane, right? Especially if you have that itch and, uh, you know, but it's, not, it's really not about money with him, and that's the thing. You know, it, it never has been, and, you know, he came out after his pay was cut, and he said, you know, it doesn't really matter. And he proved it by giving a significant portion of his bonuses to other coaches in the department after the 2021 season. 
So I don't think it's as much about that as it is the respect that comes with being one of the best coaches in the country and feeling that you're getting what you deserve and that your coaches are, right, that your assistant coaches are making because these guys are working just as hard as he is on a daily basis and they have to recruit in some instances more than the head coach does. And, uh, you know, these guys are, are making a fraction of what he makes in a year, so he wants to see them get paid too. And the strength coaches, Ben Herbert, one of the best in the business, as he said many times. So that's what these guys want when it comes down to that. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's, I think it's really going to come down to, you know, what does Michigan do to counter and – and does he really want to go back to the NFL? We've talked to people who have said, yes, he wants to be back in the NFL. And, uh, you know, I saw John Bacon's tweet, and I love John, and I, I don't question his source at all, but I don't think it's that, okay, it's, it has everything to do with the NCAA and nothing to do with Michigan. I've never bought that. I will never buy that. John Beeline said the same things afterwards. And I think uh, even though John left, you know, and still loves Michigan, I think that there were some, some hard feelings uh, in some ways with him. So, uh, that's not the situation you want for your coaches, especially when you've got these elite coaches that keep coming here. If you lose three elite coaches like that, then at some point I think you've got to look yourself in the mirror and say, is it them or is it us? Could this be a power play to get Ward Manuel out, or is he solid at Michigan? No, no I don't think that's the case at all. I, it's not about getting Ward Manuel out or anything like that. I think that they're, they're, I think that they're united, honestly, in, in their approach to these negotiations. They just renegotiated his contract last year. Let's remember when they didn't have to, and they're probably thinking, well, here we go again. We're going to have to do this again, and we're going to have to do it every year, you know, and what's going on with this guy type of thing. At the same time, you've got to ask yourself, what's the alternative here if we don't cave, not cave to his demands, but if we don't pay him what he's worth or what we think, you know, who's the next guy going to be? You know, I, I've heard some people say, well, if it's Sharon Moore, this program's in such great, uh, great hands and great and a great position right now that, you can plug anybody in there and keep it going. I don't think it works that way. And, and I think it's that arrogance that, that really got us to 2008 to 2015 Michigan football when we had losing seasons and three-win seasons and Rich Rodriguez and Brady Hoke. Got one of the best minds in football right now, and he's got this thing humming. In my strong opinion, you need to do whatever you can to keep that going forward. I agree. Uh, your point about Beeline uh, and Bakic, and you look at – Everything going on, you couldn't lose three premier coaches because that, that's where I go toward Manuel. Okay, if 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 they're drawing a line in the sand, or if there's stuff behind the scenes, and obviously the pay cut, Harbaugh, the humility, he handled it very well, and he uh, proved to everybody uh, the next two seasons. Hey, here we go, Big Ten championships, college football playoff. Uh, there is an agent involved, so all these connections yep. to these other teams could be putting Michigan in a spot to give him that, you know, 12, 13 million dollar a year deal, put him uh, with Saban as the highest paid, if not the highest paid in college football. And Harbaugh's happy. But I, I, I agree with you how, how long that negotiation took when he eventually took the pay cut. What happened uh, last year at this time? Uh, they, they need to either, uh, you know, I can use another phrase, but we're a family friendly show. Either Harbaugh and Ward need to finalize this or move on, basically, and and let Harbaugh chase his NFL dream. Yeah, I think this would have to be the last time. And if they did give him this huge contract, let's be honest, he should probably be the the highest-paid coach in the Big Ten at this point, right, given what he's accomplished here. So who's making the most in the Big Ten? Mel Tucker Tucker got like $3.5 a win. Right. (laughs) <laughs> right, and he used, and that's right down the road. And I and I know for a fact he's looking at that and saying, "Hey, 
you know, um, this is probably what I, I think I'm worth. And I, I would, I bet you'd be hard pressed to find many people who didn't agree with him and saying, look, you know, you look at Ryan Day and, and what he's accomplished and, and good on him. But, you know, Harbaugh's won two out of three now against him. And, and look where Michigan is. They will be favored probably if they get these guys back and they can solve this quickly. Guys are, you know, guys that otherwise might have stayed are already hitting the transfer portal or going pro, you know, when Harbaugh could have convinced them to stay. Or, or at least, you know, some of the NIL opportunities would have come up. But, you know, the more guys you lose like that, the less less of the nucleus that you return. And uh, it shouldn't be the case. you got to get this thing settled quickly. And this is not the time for a power struggle. Everything's rolling. Michigan sometimes has to get out of its own way here. And I understand when you have egos involved, it's, it's hard. But And there are ways to handle things publicly like Harbaugh did. Privately, I have no doubt that he was seething about the pay cut back in 2020 and if we go back in hindsight, you know, 2020 was kind of a throwaway year. You look at Indiana was competing for Big Ten title, and, you know, teams that got to practice more were winning more games. Michigan had so many opt-outs and, and so much less practice than other schools that you can say, okay, uh, like P.J. Flex said, he said this is not going to be the year that, that determines what we are as a program because, you know, it's just not right the way things are going. And you kind of saw how they performed that year, too. It was almost a, a throwaway year. So if you want to throw that in somebody's face, fine, but – I think the way he's responded to that and how they've recruited the good young talent they have on this team is indicative, more indicative of Jim Harbaugh than anything that happened in 2020. And he was close. People forget he was really close in 2016, had a chance to win a title in 2018. Now he's finally gotten over the hump. So this isn't just like, okay, he's come out of nowhere with a couple of magical seasons. He's been building this thing gradually, and now he's finally got it to where you, where you want it. Just don't blow it, I think is what Michigan fans are thinking. And to me, Chris, and Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com joining us talking about the Harbaugh, will he stay or will he go? It is hard. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Harbaugh will be coaching? What team uh, this fall? You can answer that at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. I go back to what you said, and I've held on to it, that no coach in a Power 5 conference has ever had to bow down and take that pay cut and Harbaugh is stubborn in a competitive way, uh, and a lot of pride. And I, I do wonder, uh, you know, the NFL closed the door on him last year. That wasn't a good look for him. Didn't help yep. recruiting. If they want you now uh, and you move on and you're a savior in Denver or Indy or Charlotte, North Carolina, and you're going to make more than you made at Michigan, uh, it is a way of telling Ward Manuel to stick it. And don't ever make me get on my knees and beg for my job again. Yeah, and I think that's uh, fair. Uh, you know, he would never say that publicly. Right. And he would never want to hurt his alma mater. But I agree with you 100%. And, you know, I remember reading in Bo Schembechler's book when he flirted with Texas A&M in the early 80s. And he said, "My, I don't think my relationship with Don Canham, the AD at the time, was ever the same. And I think it's probably the same here. I don't think there's any question about it. And, and it's hard. It is hard to have that kind of a relationship. But... At other schools, you see it all the time. The AD, AD is kowtowing to, you know, the elite football coach, and even like places like Ohio State. And this is this is crazy, but you got the president saying, "Geez, I just I hope Jim Trestle doesn't fire me," you know, type of thing. You don't need that level of worship, but you do need a level of respect, I think. Uh, and and as to how hard it is to win in this climate, number one, and number two, that for everything that people say about Jim Harbaugh, he is an excellent football coach, flat out. I don't think there's any denying that. You see the culture that he's built since 2020 again and uh, where he's won at every level. It's really almost unprecedented what he's done 
you know, between the collegiate and the NFL levels, Pete Carroll, I think, would be the only one, other one, right, on that uh, on that plane. Nick Saban was a failure in the pros. Steve Spurrier, you know, you go down the list. He is one of the elite football coaches of the last several decades, no matter what rivals say about him, no matter what a, a certain faction says about him. So, to me, you want to start over again? Do you want to endure what you endured for 2018, from 2008 to 2015, and say, hey, we're Michigan and we can do it no matter who we plug in there, you know, good luck to you. Chris Miles from the Wolverine.com joining us, talking about Harbaugh, will he stay or will he go? There is a, a different scenario this time around, though, than the pay cut negotiations. You have that president, the new president, who is really pro sports. Yes, and they and the regions, to their credit, needed somebody who, in this trying time for college athletics, when coaches have to figure out NIL and everything else, they needed somebody who understood what these guys were going through and somebody who was very pro-athletics and Santa Ono is that guy. So, um, you know, there are rumblings out there that there's pause. There are some things that they, they want to make sure of before they offer Jim Harbaugh this this uh, significant contract and, and everything else, uh, you know, without going into detail. You know, minor things that happened in 2020, maybe on the recruiting trail, these are rumblings at this point. But regardless, you know, you look at the, the landscape of, of college sports and uh, Jim Harbaugh is not a cheater, number one. Uh, there's no question about that. Number two, you look at these guys who are and have gotten away with it and get rewarded with these multi-million dollar contracts. You only have to look at Bill South at Kansas where nothing still has happened to them. Remember when Bruce Weber, the Kansas State coach, let his hair grow out and explained at his going away press conference, it was because he was waiting to see what happened to all these NCAA tournament teams that were getting hit with NCAA notices of allegations and what would happen to them. He said, I was going to let my hair grow out until something happened to them. Well, nothing did. So, uh, you know what? That's just a, that's a lame excuse, in my opinion. It's time to pay the guy what he's worth. And if he wants to retire here, then uh, you know what? You make it worth his while. And if I was them, if I was the administration, if I was Ward Manuel, I go to him and I say, what would it be? What would it take? Get you to stay here. We want you to retire here so that we don't have to go through this again. It'll be interesting. I think they need to move fast, uh, and we'll see. Uh, because if Denver is going to offer $20 million a year, uh, Harbaugh, I think, would take that in a heartbeat. I don't know who's a better candidate than Harbaugh right now for the Indy, Denver, or Carolina job. And I maybe, doubt. Maybe I, Sean I, Payton? What? Maybe Sean Payton? Maybe well, but I think, yeah, yeah, but I think Sean Payton. You know, there's talk he might go back to New Orleans. There's talk that uh-huh. he could even replace, uh, even though the Cowboys are playing well, that uh, Jerry Jones wants him to take the team to the next level, right? I mean, because yep. their defense is solid, and you know, Payton, his strength yep. is offense. So, yeah, I, I would say Payton has his choice, and then Harbaugh would be the second best candidate. I think we'll agree on that, right? Yeah, I agree. I think they may be 1A, 1B at this right. point. And these teams all have huge money, Bill, to spend. So they aren't going to blink. They aren't going to think twice about spending you know, $15 million a year on a head coach. So that's what makes it more interesting this time around for Michigan and Harbaugh. Yeah, they got to move fast, man. They let it linger and keep being uh, headlines. They're going to kill recruiting after two straight Big Ten titles and two straight college football Semifinal appearances, no way. That, that could set the program back. And and you do wonder, I'll say this, off of John U. Bacon's tweet, and he'll join us later here on the Huge Show across Michigan, that if you're an NFL coach now, it's kind of like Beeline and what he's told me privately, where yeah. you don't have to deal with the transfer portal or NIL. 
Uh, yeah, it's a year-round job, but the things are set. You know your roster. Yep. You, know, you know your team. That the NFL is actually more attractive to coach than college at the Power Five level. Agreed, hundred percent. And that doesn't mean that you don't try. And that's my point with Michigan. It's like, okay, yeah, you can see it, uh, but you do everything you can to keep your Hall of Fame coaches and your elite coaches. That's where I am with that. And uh, you know, you got to remember, John John Beeline was coming off the heart surgery and everything else. Lost a couple guys on his roster. He didn't think he was going to lose, and he was on the road for I think thirty days on an airplane, you know, flying commercial as well, trying to uh, make up for that. So it got to be overwhelming. And I wouldn't blame anybody, any coach, Ryan Day, Jim Harbaugh, any of these collegiate coaches, if they were to say enough of this, you know, and if they've got an opportunity in the NFL, I'm going to go. Yeah, but let's look at, um, you know, Jay Wright leaving Villanova. Uh, When you look at John Beeline was way in front of the curve on it that he didn't want to – you know, he said it's just great right now to come to work and work with players and travel once in a while and, uh, you know, shoot yep. arounds and do this. And he said uh, the re-recruiting with the transfer portal, the NIL that he could see coming, uh, who, you know, guys are going to take it because there's, you know, D1 job is a big deal and big money. But, you know, and Harbaugh may never have another chance. I know they're loaded right. and I think they'll be preseason number one if everybody's coming back. But Harbaugh knows right now if you're, let's say, 1B and Sean Payton's 1A, your, your stock has never been higher in terms of, and the multiple jobs that are open. Life's about timing, and it's good right now for Harbaugh. Great. Yeah. Yep. And I think he's got ties to Indianapolis. You know, I don't think Denver's a great job with where they are with salary cap and everything else. Carolina would be easy division, you know, and uh, an owner that's willing to spend. So I think uh, I don't think there's any question that there will be some interest in it there. But he keeps saying the same thing. I think I'm going to be back at Michigan. I want to be back at Michigan. So I think if Michigan makes it worth his while, then I think he'll be back. So uh, we'll have to see what happens here. But like you said, the longer it plays out, the more uncertainty there is. The more of your guys are going to consider the portal or going to the NFL. You know, Blake Corum's on the fence. Blake Corum wants to see. Uh, we, we strongly believe he was leaning towards coming back. How does that change this if Jim Harbaugh is not here next year? Uh, that you know we might have to we might have to find out. Chris Ballas for the Wolverine.com. You can follow everything Harbaugh, everything Michigan football, and University of Michigan athletics, and Michigan Michigan State and hoops. We'll talk to Chris on Friday about that matchup in East Lansing. Chris, appreciate the update on Harbaugh. Anytime, Billy. Thank you. All right, Chris Ballas checking in on the Meyer guest line, and Meyer proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan athletics. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Harbaugh will be coaching? What team this fall? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opt in on that HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21000. All of our social network interaction on The HUGE Show Facebook and Twitter pages presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold who now play their home games inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They're home on Thursday night, $2 beers, $2 dogs, 6 p.m. until halftime. Every Thursday home game for the Grand Rapids Gold. $2 beers, $2 dogs. Also, Eli Brooks and Denzel Washington will be in Grand Rapids the next couple of games. Downtown GR Van Andel Arena. Search Grand Rapids Gold to order your tickets and also follow 
the Grand Rapids Gold on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Are you ready? The toughest sport on dirt is back for an all-new 2023 season. Join the party and come watch the Cowboys of the PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic ride the rankest bulls on the planet live at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Tickets on sale now at PBR.com or Ticketmaster.com. The PBR Tractor Supply Company Classic at Van Andel Arena, January 27th and 28th. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI's science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right. We'll match your first two deposits for up to $1,500, plus 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Jim Harbaugh will be coaching this fall? What team? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They're at home tomorrow night in downtown Grand Rapids at Van Andel Arena with $2 beers and $2 dogs. Just search Grand Rapids Gold to get your tickets. $2 beers, $2 dogs tomorrow night inside Van Andel Arena with the Denver Nuggets G League Hoops team. And I think Eli Brooks will be in town with Fort Wayne tomorrow. Denzel Washington on Sunday and Tuesday next week. Let's go to Jermaine and Ben Harbor listening on WSJM in Southwest Michigan. You're on the Huge Show. How you doing, Huge? First and foremost, just want to say, as a uh, Southwest Michigan native, we appreciate you and your sports analysis and what you offer us. 
you got a lot of people on your Twitter that just say a bunch of goofy things, and I wanted to let you know, never pay attention to them. We love you. We appreciate you. As far as Harbaugh goes, I am a Michigan Wolverine born and raised. I believe he will be at Michigan, but I'm sick and tired of the 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 this circus every off season the, the rumors I'm I'm sick and tired of, of of jerking our hearts and wondering if if he'll be in Carolina or if he'll be in Ann Arbor uh, last year with this team and that team and I just wish Jim would just uh, like would just come out himself and just go to a podium and just say hey Wolverines everywhere don't listen to the nonsense I'll be back. You know what time it is. We got to finish the deal, you know? So hopefully he'll be in Michigan. That's what I'm thinking. My heart says he'll be in Michigan. He didn't, he built the program up for so long to get it to where it is now, only to walk away once he's back to back Big Ten. I just can't see it. I think he'll be in Ann Arbor this offseason. All right. Thank you, Jermaine and Ben Harbor. Appreciate your uh, patience today. Busy show. You want to join in, Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Jim Harbaugh will be coaching this fall? What team? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Add HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show. On Facebook, also opted on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE out of 21,000. I'm getting a lot of listeners saying, hey, uh, somebody said you were the first voice heard leading in to the college football playoff semifinals on Saturday on ABC and ESPN. And I said, yeah. Dave Taft from My Heart West Michigan had a request from ESPN for audio of their sports guys talking about the Final Four. And I, I didn't hear it because I was inside Johnny Brands, but this is what happened Saturday. You're down to the Final Four. Nothing's going to be easy. Trophy quarterback candidates going at each other. Classic irresistible force meeting the immovable object. You're going to be looking to that camera. And action. You got to love Max Duggan. He's really putting the ball on the money. To be able to get an opportunity to go to the playoff, it's surreal. There are a couple question marks. We just want y'all to understand that we're coming. The most intriguing quarterback battle in the country. Speaking of big plays, he's got a touchdown. We just can't let the lights get brighter than the two. We need to do our job. Duggan, how does he have anything left in the tank? He barrels in the end zone. He's the heartbeat of the team. He's everything. Last year, we were a little full, but we're starving this year, and we haven't completed what we want to complete. Oh, the biggest dreams are still alive here in Ann Arbor. All the success doesn't matter if we don't keep winning. Oh, been there before and we got to show up and play like we've been there before i'm tired of talking it's time to prove it man i I tell you what superfly to be the first voice heard going into worldwide tv coverage of the college football playoff who has it better than huge nobody you're down to the final four nothing's going to be easy Trophy quarterback candidates. Anthony Bellino has a pretty good X's and Bros weekday mornings at 6 a.m. Also working uh, the big video screen inside Ford Field for Lions games, the big house, PA voice for Michigan 
basketball, both men's and women's, Toledo hoops. He's a busy man, good man. X's and Bros, by the way, heard weekday mornings 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network, including 96 won the game in GR. What's up, A.B.? How are you, Hughes? What's going on over there? Getting ready for a little Michigan hoops tonight. we got Penn State, 7 o'clock. Yeah, let's see if they can keep it going. They haven't been consistent this year. Uh, laid the egg, one of the ugliest games in Michigan history, losing to CMU. Then they come back and play one of the better games Michigan basketball's ever played inside Chrysler, and they just destroyed Maryland. So now can they keep it going? Yeah, you know, basketball is such a make-or-miss league, right? You start making some shots, you start building some confidence. You know, the big thing for me with this team is they are so young that, you know, it's a learning process defensively for these guys who a lot of the time, you know, when you come to Michigan, you're probably one of the better players at your high school, one of the better players at the AAU level in which you played. You can't just out-athlete people. You're no longer going to be the most talented guy uh, on the floor in, in, in terms of just raw talent. I think that you know, even sometimes where you, when you are the most talented guy, that talent's not going to get you by. And I think that you know, CMU was a good wake-up call, a good learning lesson that everybody's here to play, whether they have a little number next to their name and they're ranked in the top 25 or not. You're going to be everybody's biggest game. Now you're in conference play. Now it's now it's time to really you know shake some things up. They made a bunch of baskets early against Maryland. Maryland couldn't hit a shot, and that's always a good recipe for success. And plus, uh, beyond Penn State tonight at Chrysler, you get Michigan State in East Lansing on Saturday. That will be oh yeah uh, interesting. It's a gauge game for both teams. It really is. I think it's a it's a gauge game for the rest of the Big Ten for both squads. Yeah, it, it, it truly is, because I, I don't know if Michigan State, I mean, they had some uh, some good-looking games early. They handled business really well against Nebraska. That's a nice win for the fans. You know, you get up big, and then you never look back, and the fans can just enjoy, you know, if you're a Spartan fan, just enjoy a big-time, you know, a big 20-point win and never have to stress out at all, right? Kind of the same thing Michigan did against Maryland. You get up early, and your fans can kind of relax and just enjoy the show. Uh, but it will be very interesting to see how these two teams uh, play against one another because I don't think that we know very much about either squad, which is actually very surprising. I thought that we would have known more about Michigan right now. Obviously, the injury to Jalen Llewellyn hurt very much, but I think it's a good. I think that's a good injury to have to happen to this team, specifically because you can't continue to go to the transfer portal to try to find a point guard. You're going to have to find somebody and build some experience uh, with the young fella, and that's where Doug McDaniel is going to have to step up and be uh, be big all all Big Ten season. Like he's going to have to, you know, it's not only about points and assists, but it's also about running the offense. Uh, you know, being a college point guard, and, and they've lacked that a little bit since uh, you know Xavier Simpson and, and Eli Brooks have been gone. I can't wait uh, for Michigan Michigan State on Saturday at the Breslin. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros heard weekday mornings at six a.m. On the Michigan Sports Network, you can hear the show in Grand Rapids on our flagship station, uh, 96 on the game. He's joining us. Uh, before I let you go, uh, your answer on our Bud Light huge question of the day, what football team is Jim Harbaugh coaching this fall? I think it's going to be Michigan. Uh, I really do. I don't know. You know, I know that he he definitely wants to get back to have an opportunity at a Super Bowl, right? That seems to be the trending word is that he wants another crack uh, at a Super Bowl. And you can't blame anybody for wanting to try to excel at the highest of levels. I just don't know what the good fit is. And we, we don't, I, I mean, I wouldn't narrow the field down to just Denver 
Indianapolis and Carolina. I think we wait till Black Monday and see, you know, which, which jobs eventually become open. We had one listener call and actually thought this was a good one. If the Cleveland Browns make a change, would Cleveland be an interesting destination because they have a team that's already built a quarterback in place, talent on the defensive side of the football, a division that's right for the taking, two matchups against his brother every year. That would be kind of intriguing, but I, I think he coaches at Michigan next year. Hey, B, have a good call. Good to have you back after the bout with laryngitis. You're healthy. You're ready to go. You're on a college campus, and you're doing the PA tonight for Michigan-Penn State. Life is good, Huge. Life is good. Thank you, my friend. All right. Anthony Bellino from X's and Bros. Heard weekday mornings at 6 a.m. on the Michigan Sports Network. Checking in on the Meyer guest line. You can answer the Bud Light Huge question of the day. What football team will Jim Harbaugh be coaching this fall? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Everything huge. 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. So it's that time of the year. We got the holiday season. You got the Pistons uh, winning some, losing some. It's time for you to get in on the action. New customers who use promo code HUGE after they download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you sign up, H-U-G-E, you'll then be able to bet just $5 pre-game money line on any NBA team to win their game and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everybody on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings same game parlay. So you can look at the Pistons, you can pick one player to do two, three, four, five, six different things, three players, the entire starting lineup. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the Holiday Hoops action. Sign up with code HUGE after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Then place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win, and you'll get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Wednesdays are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can watch on-demand or live boys and girls high school sports. Just go to MHSAA.TV. That's MHSAA.TV. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What football team will Jim Harbaugh be coaching this fall? 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. Tyler and Muskegon on Michigan's West Coast, listening on 96.1 The Game out of Grand Rapids. You're on The Huge Show. Hey, Huge. Thanks for taking my call. How you doing, buddy? Um, I just wanted to... Not too bad. How are you? Good. Good. I just wanted to chime in on the, the Harbaugh thing. Um, I think Chris kind of hit the nail on the head there with... Um, I really don't think Harbaugh would be alluding to the fact that he was planning on coming back to Michigan unless he truly did. Um, and and I, I, I just think that everything that he's built has led to this team coming in next year. I know you mentioned you think they may be preseason number one, and I, I agree with you. Um, I think he's, he's using the term, I, I think, or no man can predict the future, but uh, just kind of as leverage to build a new contract. I think we lost Tyler and Muskegon, but uh, I get what you mean. He has an agent now. So this is a different negotiation with Michigan compared to previous ones. You know, they talk about his fire on not winning that Super Bowl that his brother won, Baltimore and the Niners. What about his fire for knowing you were a play away? Maybe a pick six away from playing Georgia Monday night for the national championship. I think his competitive fire would be more for that than it would be with the unknown of taking over a dog NFL team. Because Indy's not ready, Carolina's not ready, and Denver's not ready, and they're up against tough teams inside their division. Even though Carolina may be in the weakest division, and I will say the AFC South wasn't strong this year. Denver, look look what's in front of you. Kidding me? Time to check in on what's on tap at all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. You can watch Michigan-Penn State tonight on all the TVs. Also, Michigan-Michigan State on Saturday. Lions and the Packers Sunday night. You'll find the brands in Bay City, brands in Caledonia, brands in Holland, Johnny Brands in Granville, Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR, and Mike Brands in Cascade. For the brands close to you or where you'll be this week, go to brands.com. And if you can't make it out to watch the game, you can order up all your brand's favorites, pickup, and delivery at brands.com. Now, if you missed any of our interviews today or any day, all of our interviews are free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge. is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Wednesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the Huge Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association.
We are back live across Michigan, hour number three on the only syndicated statewide afternoon sports radio show, 19 stations strong. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. You can also listen to our live stream weekdays, three until six at thehugeshow.net. And on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show to listen weekdays, three until six, and also catch the our replay locally on our flagship station, 96.1 The Game. Just search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Podcast interviews, everything, same thing. Just search uh, The Huge Show, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. We began the broadcast talking about Jamar Hamlin, an update, which he remains in the ICU in critical condition in Cincinnati. Signs of improvement noted yesterday and overnight. He is expected to remain under intensive care as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So anytime you hear the word improvement, that's a good sign. Hour number one, we brought in Dr. Colucci, Tony Colucci, who is the Wings team physician and one of the most noted emergency physicians in America. He's part of the Henry Ford Health System on the east side of the state. Fantastic 20 minutes uh, with Dr. Colucci about saving Yuri Fisher on the ice at the old Joe Louis Arena to the connections on being prepared that happened Monday night in Cincinnati with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, you can hear that interview. Just search the huge show uh, where you... Download podcast. And also, Dr. Colucci gave me some information on the east side of the state in the Saginaw area with the Saginaw spirit. Even before uh, the DeMar situation, they have their shocks and saves mission where they're trying to put AEDs in the Saginaw area through the Saginaw spirit. And they have a charity hockey game. I think the weekend of January 27th. I think that's the weekend, 27, 28, 29th, a lot going on with the Saginaw Spirit. So I'll give you those details for our listeners on 100.9 FM in the Midland Bay City, Saginaw area. And then on the west side of the state, the West Leonard Hart team has been very active in supplying AEDs, raising money uh, for schools, for gyms. They've saved lives, just like the shock and saves program on the east side of the state, Ryan Klingler, the Leonard family, uh, all of Fenville and all of West Michigan stepping up. So if you're a business, if you want to donate, awareness is big time off of what happened uh, Monday on that football field in Cincinnati. And, you know, we're all just sending out prayers that DeMar can get through this, but hearing that he's improving uh, is good news and Search uh, Shocks and Saves on Google. Same thing for the West Leonard Hard Team, Facebook, and you're a business. You want to donate, jump in and help. Uh, good people. Saving lives. And you see the heart of America that still uh, continues two days later when it comes to DeMar Hamlin. It, it is. It's America through and through. Doesn't matter what generation. Tragedy strikes, we all step up. It's the greatest thing about this country. It is. We, we find a way to unite no matter what 
the social networks or whatever leaning media you prefer on TV tells you or publication. Because at the end of the day, nobody controls our heart and our head. And if you don't feel for others, well, then you have issues. And some people don't. But I'm telling you, the massive majority of America and DeMar's toy fund, which is it over $6 million now? $6.8 million. And his goal two years ago was $2,500 bucks for toys for a uh, children's center. I wish this could be what we were on a daily basis. Not having to wonder if somebody's going to live or die or how they're improving at a hospital in Cincinnati. But if we just had the compassion for others and we put that first in our life. God, this would be a better country. I mean, look at the clown show in D.C. right now. They had the, the bearded lady was just named Speaker of the House. The bearded lady. It's a circus. Put compassion first. You know, I, I've heard from the NFL. I've heard everybody. You know, I, I don't think from one politician I've heard anything about DeMar Hamlin, but I've heard from everybody else because politicians are all caught up in their own damn world. That compassion lasted four and a half minutes. <laughs> four and a half minutes of compassion. It's my it's a book I'm writing with John U. Bacon called Four and a Half Minutes of Compassion. New York Times bestselling author is standing by on the huge show across Michigan from Ann Arbor. Happy New Year, John U. Likewise, Big Bill. How you doing, buddy? Good. It, isn't, it is sad that it takes a tragedy for our country to look past skin color, religion, political affiliation, uh, income status, uh, money in the bank, how big your house is. It, hmm. it, it is. I, I wish we could find a way to do this more often without involving life and death. Couldn't agree more. I think one of the after 9-11, and kids today were born right around 9-11, I mean, you and I both recall that month or two afterwards was pretty incredible. Uh, but the spear was lost pretty quickly as well. So Yeah, it is what it is. But, uh, you know, we move on. And, you know, this week now we're getting back into some of the sports headlines here in the state. The Harbaugh watch is on again. Uh, this time, uh, multiple suitors. Uh, you know, after Sean Payton, probably Harbaugh is 1B on attractive candidates. You know, last year he said, if you have me back, I'm going to be here forever and or whatever. I'm I'm paraphrasing to a point, but uh, here he is again. Is this just a play to get the best contract possible with Michigan? Or as you tweeted out a couple of days ago, if he's offered a, a solid deal, is he gone from Ann Arbor? Yeah, I didn't quite say that, but I think that the NHL interest is real, and you'd have to make a few contrasts, Bill, to the situation last year. Now, before last year, 2014, when he gets the job in late December, to through the 2020 season, basically the COVID year and so on, um, all the NFL interest in him didn't matter. It, he never responded to any of it, and I, you and I spent a lot of time on the radio saying, it doesn't matter, doesn't matter, doesn't matter. In 2022, this time last year, of course, uh, he openly told his recruits, his players, his staff, 
that he is open to the NFL, and he flew to Minnesota quite publicly uh, for a job interview, did not get the offer. I think, in fact, I'm certain he would have taken it if he had been offered. Came back and said, okay, he's done with that, and now looking again. Um, made that very clear. In the meantime, this year, I think it's the NFL coming after him, and I'm hearing the same names you are, Denver, uh, Indianapolis, and uh, Carolina, of course, being the, the main three, I think. Um, they're coming after him. Um, he's not flown anywhere yet. I don't think he's had a conversation directly. Uh, he also has an agent now, Brian Harlan, his brother's agent, which he didn't have before. Um, so all those are factors. Um, it's not based on, from my sources tell me, it's not based on NIL. Michigan finally picked that one up uh, the last few weeks. Um, a few million dollars in the bank on that one. Uh, it's not about uh, transfers. It's not a power struggle with his AD, Ward Manual. Um, it's, uh, I think, getting fed up in part with the college game itself, and you hear that even from Dabo Sweeney and guys like that, uh, including the NCAA. It's been a constant frustration for Jim, I believe. Um, and there's also some basic facts. He's 59 years old, just turned in December. Um, it's a young man's game now in the NFL. They're skewing young when they used to skew old, of course. Tom Landry and Don Shula, long runs. Now it's a youth movement, and how many chances are you going to get? It's always been in the back of his mind to do that. And then you're also hearing from Colin Cowherd and others that Denver's offering $20 million a year. That's got to be a multiple-year contract. And it's got to be guaranteed. So what is that, $80 million, $100 million? I've never seen Jim make a decision mainly on finance, uh, but it's hard to be immune to that kind of money. So they're all factors. Yeah, and you got that the competitive side of hardball. First to me would be you were a play away from uh, maybe – you know, still alive playing Georgia Monday night in L.A. for the College Football National Championship. And then you have the coveted Super Bowl ring where he was close and he lost it to his brother. Uh, I still go back and I, I do wonder, and I know what you're saying about NIL and where the game is at today and actually the NFL coaching job might be easier on a 59-year-old than, uh, you know, staying young every day. I Taking that pay cut... And looking at Harbaugh's personality and how he handled it like a pro, but you have to wonder deep down, does it resonate that, you know, this school had, which is almost unprecedented for a coach and a school of that stature for him to have to take basically a pay cut and have it based on bonuses. Does that linger? But then you say your source says it has nothing to do with Michigan. So, you know, it's Harbaugh's heart in his head and what he wants, I guess. That's where we're at. Yeah. It's that, and it's the general college game. You allude to that. It's, it seems crazy that uh, going to the next level would have less pressure, but I think in many ways it does. Uh, his brother, John Harbaugh, you know, in Baltimore can go 10-7. and seven. That's a good year, and you're in the playoffs, and see what you can do from there. Um, if you lose seven games in college football, you are so done, it's ridiculous. Um, Nick Saban will tell you you can't lose two and, and make the playoffs. Um, so... There's more pressure in many ways. Losses hurt much more. you got to deal with recruiting, parents, grades, conduct, NIL, all this other stuff, the NCAA, as I've said before. And the NCAA has been a uh, really a constant frustration with Jim throughout. He's never quite said it this way, but the NCAA, as we both know, Bill, is famous for hammering misdemeanors while letting felonies go. Um, and that gets old, too, I think, uh, for a guy like Jim. So. Anyway, um, I think all of those are factors. How it all shakes out 
I go back to my old line, William Goldman, of course, the film, the screenwriter who did Butch Cast and Sundance Kid, who did Princess Bride, great line, nobody knows anything. And right now, I don't think Jim's got all the information that he needs uh, to make a decision, and I don't think he's made a decision. So whenever you hear anybody say, oh, he's gone or he's staying, trust me when I tell you they don't know because I don't think Jim knows. John Ubekin, New York Times bestselling author of Michigan Insider, joining us from Ann Arbor on the Meyer guest line here on the Huge Show uh, across Michigan. Now let's say Harbaugh took the $20 million a year, five years, $100 million deal. He's the head coach of the Broncos. He gets a chase, his Super Bowl dream. Uh, the talk of an assistant stepping in and taking a chance on a guy who's never been a head coach, I don't think Michigan's in that position. Uh, hypothetically speaking, John Yu. If he left by the end of the weekend, uh, who is the right fit for Michigan to replace Harbaugh? Great question, and there's almost two questions. One, who is the best candidate for that job, and B, who is Michigan to pick, which may not necessarily be the same things. Um, man, my phone is blowing up with a few NFL coaches, quite a few college coaches. I'm not a regent. I'm not an athletic director. I have no input here whatsoever. Um, but they're all inquiring about this, and I'm sure that the regent's phones and no doubt Ward Manuel, the AD's phone, is definitely blowing up. And Michigan is in a much better place than when Harbaugh came back in 2014. So they will get serious interest, even from NFL head coaches, even from top 10 college coaches. Uh, it's still considered a very prime job, and no doubt it's in much better shape than it was 2014. And if Harbaugh did leave, he's certainly not leaving the cupboard bare. Um, that, you know, the team coming back, assuming you can keep it all, all together, is poised to do what they did the last two years, which is, you know, win a Big Ten title, beat Ohio State, and compete in the college football playoff. And they did a better job, despite giving away 21 points, uh, than they did, than they did the, the year before. They should have won that game pretty clearly. Um, but anyway, so the candidates will be national, be big names, I think. But uh, if I had to bet right now, A, if Jim leaves, which I'm not at all sure he's going to, uh, but B, uh, in-house you have Sharon Moore, who might be the most uh, likely candidate. He's the co-offensive coordinator, offensive line coach. They won the Moore Award tw- uh, two years in a row, um, which no one's ever done for the best O-line in the country. Um, Michigan does like to stay internal when they can, um, and they almost always do. Rich Rodriguez, Bo, Fritz Chrysler, a few other exceptions, not very many. Um, so I don't think Michigan will have too big a problem there. Anybody you hire is going to be a chance. If you hire internally, a guy like Sharon Moore, uh, you don't know if he can handle that spotlight and that pressure. You've never done it before. If you bring in somebody from the outside, do they get Michigan culture? Um, that was a question with Rich Rodriguez, you know, the back and forth there. Um, so anything you do is going to be a risk. And about the closest risk-free chance they've ever taken was hiring Jim Harbaugh, I would say. So no more Harbaugh's out there. P.J. Fleck, uh, could he jump in conference? Uh, this is hypothetically based on Harbaugh leaving. Uh, you know, he's done a pretty good job at Minnesota. Uh, you know, yeah, he, very good job. Yeah, that's yeah. what I mean. Could he be the guy that uh, high profile that, that fits P.J. and? Well, I don't think it's a secret that when you're talking about Minnesota hockey, you stay at Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota football, you go to Michigan. Exactly. That, that's what I mean. I, it's a yeah. business move, and whatever the buyout would be, I, it's probably pretty healthy, I, I think, if I remember when he was hired. But in today's money and college football, yeah, that, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. My, my gut tells me Harbaugh has a team that could win it all, and 
you know, you go out a winner. If you do want to then go to the NFL, you want a national title, which usually carries, you know, a couple of decades with an NFL right. team or a school. And, you know, you were a pick six away uh, from still alive and playing Georgia right. for the national title. So if, if people keep talking, well, the NFL, he wants that Super Bowl ring. He's a competitor. Well, I think you're closer to a national championship ring than you are with a Super Bowl ring. If you're coaching Michigan next year, rather than Denver, Charlotte, or Indy, yeah, I mean, look, who who hires new coaches? Not the Patriots, <laughs> you know, not not the Steelers, not the not the teams that are always in. Not it. the Chiefs, and right? Right. You know, not, I mean? not the Chiefs. They're they're quite happy, obviously. Um, yeah, they got Patrick Mahomes, and if you go to Denver, you're playing those guys, so that's not <laughs> that's a problem. Um, yeah, I mean, whatever NFL team is going to bid like that for you. You're going to need three or four years to turn it around because chances are they got a lot of problems. And Denver probably has the most problems with Russell Wilson and all they sacrificed for him, and they're on the hook. Um, so uh, you're not walking – right now, I mean, Michigan right now, who knows next year, obviously, but on paper, they're as good or better than this year's team. Um, especially the J.J. McCarthy, a year experience. A year experience means you're not probably throwing two pick sixes. You win that game. Um, and then see what you got against Georgia. If Ohio State can get that close against Georgia, and Ohio State played a very good game against the Bulldogs, obviously, uh, then how far is Michigan away? A year ago, it was men versus boys. This year, it wouldn't have been. And next year, who knows? So you're right. You're not rebuilding at Michigan next year, but you would be at any NFL team that wants you. I think Michigan's preseason number one in America. They usually do that way too early poll right after Uh, The championship game, we'll get that next week. There's another uh, factor here that the new president is more pro-athletics maybe than any president in a long time in Ann Arbor. You would know those politics better than uh, most, John, and he is pro-sports, and he did help build up Cincinnati and what Luke Fickle was able to do and left that for Wisconsin, and Wisconsin moved fast on Fickle knowing he would be a hot commodity in the open market, and Fickle could have been a guy that Michigan... Uh, looked at if Harbaugh would have left, but he's at Wisconsin now on the west side of the Big Ten. Uh, the new president's role and getting Harbaugh a new deal and trying to keep him there, what's that? Uh, that's a big help. Uh, you're, you hit the nail on the head. Santa Ono is the new president. Uh, only been there, of course, since October. Um, but he had a big hand in hiring Luke Fickle and giving Fickle what he needed to make Cincinnati, Cincinnati a college football playoff team. What are the odds of that? I wouldn't have bet on that five years ago, and only a crazy man would have. Um, so he's clearly piped into that. He realizes the social and PR value, the, the school spirit value of a good program, which Mark Slissel had a number of strengths, a number of weaknesses, but his love of sports went unremarked. <laughs> I'll say that. He was no fan of athletics, and they felt that. He didn't really get in the way, it must be said, in his, in his defense. Uh, but he would not have had a hand in NIL, for example, which, oh, no, I think is going to be productive on. Um, so anyway, I think that's a factor there. I mean, right now, Michigan's still a pretty doggone good situation, and you've gone, you've won, you know, 13 games, uh, first time ever in school history. That seems crazy to leave now, but it's a crazy world, so you never know. John U. Bacon, uh, it's a crazy world you never know. Could be his next book title, New York Times <laughs> best-selling uh, author. Just I'm search that one down. Yeah, just, just uh, search uh, John U. Bacon. You'll see all of his books connected to Michigan and also uh, other great reads. John U., Happy New Year. My best to you and your family. Hey, Bill, always a pleasure. Anytime, pal. All right, Superfly. John U. Hey, buddy. He does a good job. Superfly does.
He's awesome. Let me know next time you're in town. We'll get you in studio. Love to. All I right. get there fairly often. I'll, I'll warn you. All right. Thank you, my man. All right. Take care, buddy. All right. John Ubegan joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. And Meyer, proud to be longtime partners with University of Michigan Athletics. Our Bud Light, huge question of the day. Where do you think Jim Harbaugh will be coaching? What team this fall? New year, we can say this fall. 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. All of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League basketball team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They play their home games in downtown Grand Rapids inside Van Andel Arena. They're at home tomorrow night, Sunday, and Tuesday. Tomorrow night, $2 beers and $2 dogs. 6 p.m. until halftime with the Grand Rapids Gold at Van Andel Arena. $2 dogs and $2 beers. I think Eli Brooks is on the roster for Fort Wayne and their G League team. And then Denzel Valentine, Sunday and Tuesday, coming in with Maine. I think they're like the Red Claws. So Denzel, kind of a mini state homecoming, uh, Sunday and Tuesday. Uh, Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Also, just search Grand Rapids Gold and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And don't forget, $2 beers and $2 dogs tomorrow night with the Grand Rapids Gold as they take on Eli Brooks in Fort Wayne, 6 p.m. until halftime, $2 beers and $2 dogs with the gold inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. From Grand Rapids to Detroit, this show is huge. It's time to go in the huddle. One, two, three, top flight! It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. The second-ranked Michigan Wolverines fell in the college football playoff semifinal in Glendale, Arizona to Fiesta Bowl to number 3 TCU 51-45. to In the ultimate Murphy's Law football game, whatever could have went wrong for the Mason Blue did. Sophomore quarterback J.J. McCarthy threw not one but two pick sixes. Michigan fumbled inside the TCU one-yard line. The defense decided tackling for four quarters was optional, and the nation's best offensive line looked like a turnstile against the Fighting Frogs 3-3-5 defense. However, it isn't all doom and gloom for the Maize and Bloom. They finished the year 13-1 with the Big Ten Conference Championship and a second straight berth to the college football playoff, as we may be seeing a former ceiling become a floor in the new standard set in Ann Arbor. The biggest question now facing the program this offseason is the head coach, Jim Harbaugh, and the NFL coaching carousel and circus that has already begun. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Get more for your money and kick off the new year with Meyer. Start your wellness journey with buy one, get one free vitamins or supplements. And enjoy delicious meals with deals like 80% lean ground beef for $2.99 per pound. Taylor Farms Salad Chopped Kits, two for $6. And Lean Cuisine or Stoker's Frozen Meals, just $2.48 with Emperks. Plus, pay the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Huge here for my good friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Now, new customers who sign up using code HUGE 
after downloading the app, can bet just $5 pregame money line on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for a bigger payout with DraftKings Same Game Parlays and with some of the NBA superstars right now putting up crazy numbers, you could win some big money with the DraftKings Same Game Parlay. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code HUGE when you sign up. Then place a $5 pregame Moneyline bet on any NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and only when you use code HUGE when you sign up. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Back live across Michigan, Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We're the only show willing to tell it like it is. We're all about huge opinions, big name guests, Bud Light, huge question of the day. What football team will Jim Harbaugh be coaching this fall? You tell me, 1-866-838-4843. That's what 866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook. Also opt in. On that huge text chain, text the word HUGE, 21,000. Great news with DeMar Hamlin. Has showed signs of improvement from yesterday and overnight. Expected to remain under intensive care in Cincinnati as his health care team continues to monitor and treat him. So that's great news. Start getting improvement. And then the NFL, uh, when they get back to business, will they play that game? It has a lot of ramifications based on AFC North. And I, I know there's, I get DeMar first, but the NFL will go on this weekend and moving forward. And my best guess, and I've heard nothing, read nothing, is that there's the extra week before the Super Bowl. And the AFC playoffs might have to be pushed back a week, and they'll play the NFC playoffs a week from this weekend and replay that Cincinnati Bills game. What that will be, you know, that again, the business side of the NFL over here, that could be for home field advantage. But then if they're going to play it, they almost have to go to Cincinnati and play that. On that field where the last time you saw those two teams with CPR and ambulances, that, that is a, that's a tough call. And, and I wonder, do both teams say, 
hey, double forfeit, whatever. I, I don't know the NFL business side of this. Because, you know, Lions are playing Sunday night against the Packers. The NFL has a full schedule this weekend. So that, that's the business part of it that I'm sure is being discussed uh, behind closed doors. Jeremy Reisman, uh, Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions blogger, insider. Uh, what's your uh, Twitter handle again, Jeremy? Uh, Detroit on Lion, all one word. Yeah, Detroit on Lion. I like that. That's yes, pretty good. You're creative. That's why we bring you on. <laughs> Yeah, it was interesting to hear Campbell talk about uh, having a discussion with his team and how quiet it was when they were discussing Demar Hamlin. Yeah, it's a it's a, a stunning development. Um, you know, you, you think of all the injuries that you go through, and and there's this culture in the NFL of just kind of like, you know, rub some dirt on it, go back out there and play. Um, we see injuries all the time happen at like practice and the cruel reality of it is that sometimes you just move down a field and continue to play. And so, um, you know, this, this is something entirely different from that though. And it's something that we don't see that often. It, it does happen. You know, we, there was a Lions game earlier this year in which an ambulance had to come back on the field to, um, to help out Savion Smith who, who had spinal surgery. Um, but again, like this feels, like a different category from that. And that's what Dan Campbell was saying today as well, where um, you don't, you don't think about having to save someone's life on the field. You don't think about CPR. You don't think about those sort of things. And remember, these are young players too. I'm sure they kind of have a little bit of that feeling that, that nothing can happen to them like that. They're, they're, and, and so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a wake up call for a lot of these guys, which is, Kind of almost hard to believe considering the, the line of business they're in. But like I said, like this is this is not uncharted territory, but it's something that we really only get reminded of every 15, 20 years. The best thing that's happening right now is that, you know, when you're hearing from, you know, the Bills or the family, uh, signs of improvement from yesterday and overnight, uh, you know, still in critical condition. But, you know, hearing the improvement uh, is so big. uh in terms of moving forward for the Bills, for the Bengals, for uh, everybody connected away from playing the games. And yet, like I said, coming into you, Jeremy, they will play the games uh, this weekend, and the Lions will be the last regular season game, at least depending on uh, if that Cincinnati-Buffalo game is restarted or uh, they pick it up where they left off. I don't know how they're going to navigate that, but the Lions will play Sunday night in Green Bay. Yeah. Yep. Um, and you know, it, it, it feels weird to, to transition, uh, out of that, but, but yeah, like, like I said, there's kind of that culture of, of move on and, and I don't know if the NFL really has a choice, but, um, yeah, here in Detroit, um, once you kind of move past all that, it is, it is an exciting time to be a Lions fan and it is a, a huge game. One of the biggest games, certainly one of the biggest season finales in, in quite some time and to do it against a Packers team that's, also, you know, has really more at stake. Maybe, um, maybe the same stakes. We'll see what happens in that earlier Rams Seahawks game. But um, in terms of both teams having so much on the line, I can't remember the last time the Lions were involved. So in such a an exciting, um, you know, big stakes season finale. Yeah, regular season might be the biggest regular season game. Even nothing against Stafford when he had to beat. I think it was the Packers at home and the Lions to make the playoffs. But the buildup. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember where something in the regular season felt this big, and it might have been when the Lions, was it the 4-0 start that they had? They had a Monday night football game against the Giants, right? right? 
It was the Bears, yeah. The, it, the, the Javid Best game, yeah. Yeah, the Javid Best. It was the Bears. It was Javid Best. Yep. Yeah. Oh, yep. when, 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 you know, God, that guy, if he would have stayed healthy, you talk about him, Calvin Johnson, Sue, Stafford, all young. Wow, that was a team. That was Lions' window that they never could maximize, and that's part of why Stafford uh, wouldn't want a Super Bowl ring with the Rams. Uh, as we move forward uh, to the reality of playing the game on Sunday, uh, the Packers are just playing out of their minds right now defensively. Rodgers is Rodgers, but that Packers defense has been nuts uh, the last four weeks. Yeah, um, and it's really centered around stopping the pass, which should make for an interesting matchup because the Lions passing attack has been one of the best, if not the best, over the past couple months. Um, you know, Jair Alexander is an extremely talented cornerback. They, they've got a really good defensive line. I still think they're they're vulnerable on the ground, and, and we know the Lions are going to want to run the ball too. Um, but, yeah, I think you're right. I think a lot of the reason for their turnaround, it, and it's almost kind of the same as, as the Lions, right? The, the Lions have this explosive offense just like the Packers do, but the reason they went from losing to winning was the defense went from being really, really bad to starting to really start to play, uh, you know, at, a, at an average or above average level. And so, again, I think that's what makes this – matchup so exciting is that both these teams are hitting their strides right now. The Packers won four in a row. The Lions won seven out of nine. Um, both these teams probably belong in the playoffs compared to some of the other teams that might get in. And so um, it, I think it, it's kind of, I think the best way to look at it is almost like a play-in game. And again, the Lions might not have a playoff spot on the line when, when the kick, when the ball's kicked off, but um, you have to imagine they're still going to be just as intense in this game just because it's the first time they've been on a national stage outside of Thanksgiving this year. So um, it's a big opportunity for them to, to really make a statement. Yeah, especially if uh, Baker Mayfield and the Rams can beat Seattle, then the Lions, it's sky high. It's, it has a playoff feel, and I think it still will have a playoff feel. Even if uh, Seattle wins that game, the Lions can uh, knock out Green Bay, so it it will kind of be like a quasi-playoff uh, game. And golf, though, on the road compared to indoors at Ford Field, a completely different quarterback, offense. Uh, golf at home in the Lions with their 30-point games. And, oh, my Lord, they're right there with the Chiefs and the Bills. Just uh, they look un- they, They've looked unstoppable at home on offense. Now, can they take that outdoors? I know the weather forecast says somewhere – in the 30s, so you're not going to have two feet of snow and a blizzard. But can the Lions' offense be productive against the red-hot Green Bay defense and in Lambeau? Yeah, it's it's a good question. It's probably the biggest question going into this game. And, yeah, the, the, the splits are kind of ridiculous, right, between home, home and away. And um, some of that, I think, definitely has to do with weather and, and not being comfortable in your home um, stadium. But some of it also has to do with just kind of the, the way the opponents worked out. Um, you, you face the Patriots, one of the best pass defenses in the league on the road. Same with the Jets. Even the Panthers are, are, are pretty good on the road. or uh, Pretty good on defense, I should say. So um, some of it is matchup-based. Uh, some of it is definitely weather-related. And listen, the, the, like I just got done saying, the Packers are, are starting to defend the pass really well. So um you know, it should be a, a pretty big challenge for this team. And I, I I don't like to necessarily generalize that, you know, Goff is a good outside quarterback or a bad outside quarterback. I think I think there's a lot of times there's more nuance to it. Um, but the, the one thing I will say is, you know, this is a Lions team that only scored 15 against the Packers last time they played, but they also didn't have DJ Shark. They also didn't have Jameson Williams. They didn't have Josh Reynolds. They basically didn't have their entire receiving core. So I'm really eager to see how these two teams are going to match up, specifically there with with the Lions' pass offense versus the uh, the Packers' pass defense, because I think it's a it's an elite group versus an elite group. 
Jeremy Reisman, Pride of Detroit, uh, Lions NFL insider, joining us uh, here on the Huge Show across Michigan. I did see the CBS Sports tweet on Monday. Most 30-plus point games this season in the NFL, Lions 8, Chiefs and Bills 7. That's amazing. Yeah. Isn't it? Wild. Um, and, and credit to Jared Goff, credit to – I mean, you have to get a ton of credit to Ben Johnson. And, yeah, I, I just remember in, in the preseason and, in, in, you know, the offseason, thinking that, you know, this offense had a lot of potential. They've, they've got a, a good set of offensive linemen, and, and that'll get you far anyways. Um, they, they invested in the wide receiver position, and, and they've got two backs that, that are, you know, above average maybe, I would say. And so if everything went right, I think some people were saying, like, yeah, this could be a top-10 defense. I don't know if anyone really expected them to be top-5 in scoring. And so that's that's a remarkable uh, achievement, I think, of, of everyone on that staff, of, of the players in the room. And, um, you know, bodes well. It, we went into the season thinking um, quarterback was going to be a huge question. We went into the season thinking, um, you know, there was still a lot of room to improve on that side of the ball, even though most of the improvement needed to happen on defense. And now the the future looks pretty, I mean, that, that's the thing. Like it's not just this year that they're playing really well. A lot of these guys aren't going on anywhere anytime soon. And so Amon Ra, Jameson Williams, all these guys are, are going to be around long-term. And so you have to imagine like maybe they're here to stay at, at the top of the, the offensive rankings. Speaking of the lions, team on the defensive side is Aiden Hutchinson going to get NFL rookie of the year or does he need a big game on Sunday night on national TV oh man I, I'd love for him to get a shot but I, I, I think sauce probably has this right. wrapped up pretty pretty strongly I mean because so- I mean sauce Gardner is not just playing like a really good rookie he's quite literally one of the best cornerbacks in the league right now and while Aiden I think is starting to play like that as one of the best edge guys he's not there He's, he's definitely, I would say, the best edge defender in, in uh, amongst the rookie class. Um, but in terms of, you know, he's not up there with the likes of, of Nick Bosa and, and, and all that sort of stuff. So there's still plenty of room for Aiden Hudson to prove himself amongst the rest of the league, whereas Sauce, I, I don't know if I've ever seen the kind of season he's having, especially out of a cornerback where, you know, just a few years ago it felt like we were all saying, oh, you know, cornerbacks, they, they take two or three years before they're, they're really ready in, in the NFL. And this guy is playing at a top-tier level, Pro Bowl, all-pro level as a, as a rookie. And it's, it's really outstanding to, to, to watch and see him shut down the entire side of the field. None of that takes away from the season Aiden Hutchins is having. He's, he's having a really good year. He's probably going to come second in, in voting, I would imagine, because he's making plays at every level. And, and he's also being a really good teammate in terms of um, not being selfish the way he plays. I think you look at the way he played in that Bears game, he probably could have had more sacks. He probably could have played a little bit more aggressively, but he stayed true to his assignment, and that sometimes meant freeing up room for his, his teammates to make a play. And so a lot of that stuff doesn't show up on the stat, the stat sheet, but um, I, I don't think Lions fans should, should feel it at all um, slighted if he doesn't win, and I don't think they should feel upset uh, about the, the kind of player that they have in need. It's almost been a perfect season outside of the one and six start because when you look at the storylines at the end here, you talked about uh, the offense. You look at Aiden Hutchinson living up to uh, the hype as the overall number two pick, the emergence of a guy like Houston, uh, Rodrigo, Mm -hmm. lower draft round picks, which again, homes in the front office. Yeah, you just take away one and six, and you you weren't going to be six and one. This wasn't going to be like a, you know, 13 win team, so we can shut that down. But man, if you just have that Minnesota game, and that Seattle game back, you're already wrapped up in the playoffs. You're talking about positioning. Who knows 
maybe if you beat Minnesota, you're the Minnesota team uh, winning the NFC North instead of the Vikings. So, But they have a shot, and if Baker Mayfield, Seattle doesn't have a pass rush, if they can take care of business, man, Sunday night will be incredible against the Packers in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Uh, Jeremy Reisman, pride of Detroit, uh, look for him. And Pride of Detroit on Twitter and online. Appreciate the conversation, my man. No problem. Thanks for having me again. Yeah, Thanks good stuff. Time. Yeah, good stuff there with Jeremy Reisman. Yeah, we kind of like we got to start spinning forward towards the weekend. Uh, tomorrow, Jeff Risden from the LionsWire.com and also the Detroit Lions podcast. Uh, he'll be in studio tomorrow and also on Friday talking Lions and the Packers. Our final segment is straight ahead. Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Organic Seltzer, IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Have you been to a Grand Rapids Gold basketball game yet inside Van Andel Arena? They're the Denver Nuggets G League team, and they feature talent from Kentucky, Baylor, Stanford, Duke, and more. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com or the Van Andel Arena box office. And don't forget their home game specials. Tuesdays, two-for-one tickets. Thursdays, $2 beers and $2 dogs. And the Sunday Family 4-Pack. Get four tickets and a $20 concession voucher for only 50 bucks. Get your Grand Rapids Gold tickets now. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Tom Rosenbach. Now, he's a managing partner at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in downtown Grand Rapids. They now have merged with Dorn Mayhew from the east side of the state, and they're stronger than ever before in the state of Michigan, the Midwest, and coast-to-coast when it comes to your accounting and business needs. Find out more at beangarter.com. That's B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-E-R.com. Also, Tom has stepped up with $1,500 in cash in the Beat Huge Pro Football Picks Contest. Now, if you beat my picks just one week, you'll be in the drawing at the end of the pro football season for $1,500 in cash from Tom Rosenbach and Bean Garter. Thursday night game is always a freebie. You have until Sunday morning to play every week through the big game. You can play once or play every week. Do what you want to, but get your picks in now at thehugeshow.net. We played for the thrill, that rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports, made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Singers and music, it's unbelievable. 
stellar job, Superfly Hayes, one of the greatest executive producers in the history of radio. Now, if you missed any of our conversations today, our podcasts and interviews are free. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts, Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcasts. And also you can listen live tomorrow at 3 at thehugeshow.net and also search The Huge Show on the iHeart app. Enjoy your Wednesday night. We'll talk about the Lions and Packers tomorrow at 3. Big. Bad. Huge.